All right, welcome back, everyone. Today with me, I have an amazing guest, Deborah Johnson. And I just want to tell you a little bit about Deborah and um, so that you can get to know her over this, uh, over this episode. Deborah Johnson is an international award-winning music artist. She's an author and speaker, and she helps others get unstuck by producing and executing a successful plan for their second half. Um, Deborah has been up for multiple Grammy Awards, and she spent over 20 years in the entertainment industry. She's an expert on how to constantly reinvent yourself in a, a gig, um, gig economy. Deborah is the author of four books and speaks and performs in both live and virtual events. Welcome, Deborah. It's so great to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, these are so much fun, and I just really appreciate you inviting me. <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. We uh, so tell tell me, Deborah, a little bit about what you do with clients. How do you help folks kind of reinvent themselves, and where do you start? And what does it look like? What does the transformation look like? Yeah, transformation—that's a huge word, and. Um, to be able to get there is it, it takes um, mindset first of all, and you know I have written books about this, but a lot of them are focused on you know on mindset on you deciding okay I need to do some steps and to be able to move forward, and so many are just um, at the halftime of life, which officially starts age forty. By the way, uh, it, it comes very very soon. <laughs> For many people, but usually the people I work with are between 45, 55, 65, and uh, life is not over. It is just beginning for many because they've raised their families, they've or they've put a hold on their career, and and now especially people have been either sequestered or they've uh, they may not have the same job or any job at all, or they're finding themselves. Uh, totally having to reinvent their life. And so the principles that I help people with are very applicable in not being afraid of tech. I come from a background that I've had to face getting stuck multiple times, more than I'd like to admit, uh, on technology, but working through that and working through the mindsets as well of saying, you know, there is a way out. There is a way we can do this and don't be overwhelmed. So I help people get over that first hurdle and then the steps of identifying their sweet spot what their um, what their inner not only their passion is but what their skills are because everyone is so unique they have a unique uh, ability that you know there's if you look around you there's no two people that look alike anyway so you know um, just finding the, that sort of uniqueness and what you want to do and help you put an actual plan together. And I don't do a lot of individual coaching. I do a lot of online training or speaking and inspirational um, speaking, actually. Awesome. Awesome. And do you find, I'm curious, kind of as a, as a side question, uh, do you find that, do you work primarily with, with uh, men or women? Uh, and, um, and if you do, I will have a follow-up question. <laughs> well, um, I've targeted women more than men, but I hear from more men sometimes and they read my books and, uh, sometimes men just don't admit that they're going to, you know, that they're going through some of the same things. And I've been married for a number of years and I've had three sons and they go through a lot of the same self-doubts as we as women do. 
Um, but the women are the ones that usually the purchase the books. They are the ones more actively pursuing um, what to do next in their lives. And I feel like because as a woman, a mother, um, a married woman that's stayed married, it's, I've been very fortunate in that. It's not without its work, but I've been very, very fortunate. Uh, and uh, that, you know, that is more of my platform you know, geared toward women, but definitely men do tune in. And, you know, I interview a lot of men as well. They have very interesting stories. <laughs> I would love to hear some, but my question <laughs> to you would be, have you noticed, <laughs> have you noticed um, kind of some sort of a mindset, I guess, characteristics or traits or whatever you may call it that are specific to men or specific to women or both? Meaning, like, is there a difference when you start working with a new client, someone read your book, someone wants to reach out, do you see a distinction between um, how, like, do you tailor your approach for a man and a, and a woman kind of, do you see a difference in fears or maybe a difference in something? You know, that is a really interesting question because I'm not often asked, do I cater toward, you know, or do I gear it toward, you know, a man or a woman? I I gear it toward people. And I think it's just because my audience is mostly women and that's who gravitate toward my material most often. It's the title of my podcast, Women at Halftime uh, Podcast. But the, um, and I wrote a book called Women, women at Halftime. But the, um, they gravitate toward it, but the, many of the same problems are there. Um, I find women will more easily admit to their fears, but talking to my husband, we've got a very good uh, communication uh, ability to communicate, especially at this point in our lives. I mean, we've gone through our times where we did not, and um, but we talk more now Um than ever. And as I wrestle through some of the issues that I'm helping people with, I understand that he feels a lot of those same things and raising sons, they, you know, their, their answers are not these long sentences. Like many women say they are one word like, yeah, or no, or, you know, okay. So I have three adult sons. This is, <laughs> This is not unusual for men. I know. And I'm married to the same man I have been for a number of years. We met on a blind date and former professional athlete. And it's still, yeah, or no, or an eye roll. Okay. So <laughs> this is kind of, and you got to go, okay, so how do I interpret that? But they feel a lot of the same things. And I don't want to discount that. I don't, uh, I, that's not who I'm mainly targeting in my marketing but I love it if they do read my material because they can apply it just the same. They are not excluded from this. I'm not going to, you know, exclude men from any of that. And I think that's that's really important that anyone who needs to hear this and apply it, that they do. Awesome. And so would you give kind of give us uh, maybe uh, kind of a sneak peek into what it is that you um, show folks like you, like one of the methods or one of the tactics, or maybe some talk a little bit about that if you can. Well, I have a, um, a trademark program called hero mountain and it goes through, you know, mindsets, your purpose, your relationships, your skills, your competency. So it has, and habits, that's a big deal. So, 
Um, and, you know, and I've put different steps in, in some of my books as well, but they all kind of focus around there. But really at the base of that is purpose, which is your, your mission, your per- per- personal mission and your, um, you know, your strategy and your mindset. Those are the, the first ba- basic important things that you need to overcome. I wrote a book called Bad Code, and it came from a direct experience of having my website hacked. A horrible experience, by the way. Um, but it's uh, a very common uh, occurrence that, you know, people get hacked. And this was a huge, big mess that I had to deal with. But I realized many people's minds are being hacked right now. There's a lot of principles that, you know, that cross right over. It's the same sort of thing with the mindset hack. So really I I approach the mindset. I approach what their purpose is, what they really, really want to do. And that your why answer it like this, the Simon Sinek, you know, what is your why? If you focus on really what that why is, it's going to give you that strength to still get out of bed in the morning. (laughs) Maybe not hop out of bed, but get out of bed because you're going to know this is my purpose. And my purpose, of course, is, you know, helping with those skills, uh, resources and talents that people aren't using. And that drives me. And of course, I've got the music element as well. But it's that's the main driving no matter what I do is to help people you know, blossom and be able to have the personal joy in that. And then there's other, you know, side little issues to be able to face, but really you got to have the groundwork first. It's like, you know, putting a foundation of a building and having the good footings in there. You've got to have that. Many people get to all the fluff and they go, oh, just do this and do this and you do this, you know, and you put all these, you know, social media and all of this, you got to make sure you're really grounded first in in pers- your person and that you've wrestled through some of those issues, discovering what your skills, uh, the things that you not only love to do, but that you're that you're good at. And you can admit those and say, yes, I do have some great abilities. And and how do how do I connect that? And what do I do with this? And what is a viable selling proposition? <laughs> you know, what's going to, if I'm going to go into business, I've got to be able to sell, you know, so some of those little principles, I, I carry you right on through. That's the, the online course I just put out a new way of doing business. And it's those little principles, you've got to think through, you know, all of those areas to, uh, to really have a better chance of, of success. But yeah, it starts with that mindset and purpose. If you've got that really good groundwork, and I know there's a lot of people talking about mindset and about, you know, your soft skills and all, and all of that comes in there. But, you know, just to do that, you know, self look in that mirror, what do you see? And, uh, and people at halftime, you know, we see a lot of different things these days when we look in the mirror, we're like looking, Oh, uh, that wrinkle wasn't there yesterday. Oh, <laughs> you know, we're looking at different things. So anyway, that was a long answer for you, but that's big. <laughs> that's good. That's good, good, good stuff. Um, so I guess my next question would be, you talked about this course that you've developed, creating a new way of doing business. Could you, I mean, I know that you've mentioned some of the things that you sort of go into that, but what will that course, um, create for people? Meaning what would it, um, where, how would it transform them? How would it take them to the next level? 
Well, one course isn't going to totally do it for you, but um, because you have to have the attitude as a lifelong learner. That's very, very important. Um, But what this particular course does is it does go through, you know, your purpose and it goes through mindsets. It goes through your viable selling proposition, how to identify your audience. And it also goes through tech tools because what I wanted to do was take away the mystery of some of the tech tools. People are kind of afraid of it, or they'll just, I've heard this over and over. Oh, I'm just not good in technology. Oh, I just can't do it. Da, 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 da. I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, well, at least know what to hire and how to hire. So I, I want to equip people, empower people to be able to move forward. And that's what this course does. It will empower you. And most courses uh, online and statistics are out there, people that buy into these courses, they never finish them anyway. So I want people to not only start, but to, to finish. So in this little course, I did it. I've done, you know, a number of online courses, but this little one, I put timers in there and I just put, you know, put, set your timer. I talk about this in my very first book with a 10 minute timer, but set your timer and do the work. Just, you know, as you, if you do the work, you will have a huge, big chance of yes, that transformation. But if you don't do the work, I I can't guarantee that you're going to have a transforming, you, you need to go through the steps and thinking through, they're not hard questions, but for some they might be because they've never thought about it before, but, but at least to grapple with some of the things that you really want to do and some of the areas of mindset that you're struggling with, and at least to put those down. Yeah. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) I've been teaching for so many years. I started teaching when I was 13, uh, piano. And, um, so I, I just, I love it when people um, are able to have that aha experience. And so it doesn't matter if it's in music or if it's in um, your personal or professional development. Uh, you know, I, I have a great hope for everyone that they do experience transformation, but they got to do the work, you know? So. <laughs> got it. No, I understand. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like uh, implementation is the key to, success in any program or course, if you don't implement, um, and you later say, well, this program wasn't that great. Yes. Um, it's, it doesn't mean that the program is bad. It just means that you didn't put the time in and, you know, make a commitment and, and do it. Um, as opposed to just keep buying the, keep buying these courses. And I've, you know, I have a number of clients who do that, who just buy courses and never implement, but I also, um, have others and myself who, implement every single thing that I buy. <laughs> yes. Well, so when you pay for it, you pay good money, you know, I do the same yeah, thing. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as, as I, uh, I'm kind of gearing up to launching my book, um, you know, I, sometimes I come across these promotional free books that people give away for, you know, to promote their business and, you know, whatever, but like, how do you, after investing so much time into putting out a book, how do you then give it away for free? Because when a person doesn't pay for the book, they will never read it. You know, Tatiana, that is so um, true because if people put a little skin in the game, they're going to do the work. Uh, They will, at least you're upping the odds of them doing the work. So yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, absolutely. I totally believe in that. And, 
Um, and yeah, and the question is, how do you make sure that people do follow up and do finish and, and do uh, implement? I guess setting a timer would be one thing, right? Do you actually have the content expire in your program? No, I don't. Um, but what I do is I try communication is a big deal. And, um, you know, I'm not so huge that I have thousands of people in my programs. So I try to add in personal contact so I can do those personal emails. How are you doing? Are you having any struggles through here? What are the things that are best, you know, that, uh, you know, just a little prompt email now and then Mm -hmm. to keep people going and people are busy. They're just busy. And that's one of the biggest obstacles, I think, Today, even though people have been, you know, at home or working at home, they're almost, they're busier because they got to handle more, you know? And uh, so, you know, in doing that, if I can send them a little prompt, a little encouragement to keep them moving forward, and I can usually tell because as an online course creator, I can tell when people um, have signed on and how many times, which is kind of scary, isn't it? If you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever subscribed to a course, you're thinking, "Oh, they know I never, I never started it." But, but you, um, I want people to succeed. I don't want people to waste their money. I just don't. That's not what I'm about. I'm not about just selling. I'm about helping people get to the next level. And you're not going to be transformed by one course. I'm constantly taking courses and, and, and working hard. And there's a lot of people at the halftime stage or a little, you know, especially if you get into your sixties, um, they're thinking, oh, well, why work so hard? I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to get my little retirement and quit and whatever. But I think more and more people are realizing, you know, there's more to life than just doing that. You know, it gets boring after a while, I would think. So, um, you know, to, to be able to doing some of the things that you really want to do and you have to equip yourself in some different areas. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, uh, I believe that you never stop improving and improving and you never, you should never stop learning. And I do the same. So I buy different courses. I'm careful about it, but I buy different courses just to kind of get engaged and get my brain into, into this and be better and perfect one thing at a time kind of, um, yeah, so that is, <laughs> that is so good. I felt like I had just interrupted you. I'm so sorry, but I'm so excited that you were doing that because, uh, and one of the reasons, you know, I started my music membership, uh, for those who used to play that want to play again, I've heard this so many times and I'm a concert pianist. I mean, I, I've gone to a, hu- a big level doing large stages, headline entertainment. I've done a lot of different things in music. But um, I've heard so, so many times people say, oh, I used to play. I'd love to play again. I said, well, why haven't you? Oh, I've just never started again. Well, (laughs) so I started a program for those people. Um, Learn music again. But um, it's so good for the mind. And so many studies, you know, you can stave off that uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and all the, the music gene, it stays in there. And you hear these amazing stories about, I have one from my own family of my father-in-law having dementia. And the last thing I heard from him is him singing Joy to the World, all the verses. He could not even remember his family at that point, but the music stays with you and it keeps your mind going. And what a joy, what a joy. I hope more people put music back into their life. So. Absolutely. I love music. And do you, so your music program that you have, your music membership, 
is it only to for people who have done music before or like how does that work that's my target um because you have to you have to set a target i do have one program keys to the keyboard it'll start from the very very beginning i mean if you are a beginner you can start there but that's one online program uh the others are geared more toward the intermediate easy intermediate not hard intermediate there's you know i've got different pieces for that and I have different levels of membership. So the do-it-yourself, you can just have all access to my online programs. I've got, I think I've got about six courses, including a vocal course. I'm putting adding more vocal courses because I've continued to work in this field because I'm a vocalist pianist. I do both. And at the same time, and uh, it's a niche market. And uh, so I'm, I'm adding a few of those because that's very interesting to people. Um, but the, you know, you can start as a beginner. I have a, a, that's the do it yourself, the VIP uh, level. And I only open this up every three months is one where I provide a new piece every month as well, a fresh piece. And so you have something new at your level, a little bit of a few hints on even how to improvise some of the classical players. They want to be able to improvise a little bit, you know, learning their chords and all of that. And that, and then I have, I do have an exclusive level, but I, I don't take many of those. Those are more that you have some one-on-one time. I don't do much of that, but if someone's interested, uh, they can at least apply for that. Yeah. So that's, you know, providing that, um, it's, uh, I, I just started this about six months ago and this is just the second time I've had the cart open. So it's a fun, it's fun getting back into this a little bit more because I know, um, I know it's going to just provide so much joy. I've already had comments of like, wow, this is just, you know, it's relieving the stress. And yep, that's, really. you know, a lot of people have a lot of stress right now. This should add joy to your life. Yeah. Music absolutely has a very special place in, in my heart. I don't play anything but a guitar, uh, but music in general um, is very special. So I totally agree and <laughs> totally agree with you. <laughs> Yeah, it really, and do it for you. I mean, anymore, you can get a keyboard, put those earphones on. No one needs to hear what you're doing. <laughs> you can just enjoy, just enjoy the sound and enjoy the chords. They're just so fun and they're so pretty. And yeah, it's it really is a joy. So <laughs> amazing. So Deborah, just to kind of finish up and wrap up here, I wanted to ask you, if someone was listening to, um, to us um, just now, what would, be the one thing that they could wake, uh, walk away with in a sense of where would they start? If someone wants to kind of reinvent themselves in their second, um, second half or what is that? Um, you called it a, some, a, some, in a different way. Um, at the halftime of life, halftime of life. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, All right. yeah, that's okay. not into sports, so I'm not really familiar with, um, half times and stuff, but <laughs> so like if someone is at halftime and feels a little stuck, maybe disengaged, maybe disappointed, whatever it may be, what's the one thing that they could do today to kind of get on that path of reinventing themselves? Um, I would say the, the first, I really encourage people to journal and get something where you can actually write with a pen and a paper, write down your thoughts, kind of look at everything honestly, and uh, really look for a guide, 
somebody that that puts out material that will help you. There is so much material out there. Be careful, by the way. There's a lot of things that are, you know, they're just going to promote, promote, promote too. And um, but but realize there are there's a lot of free material out there as well, uplifting. You know what we. You know, it's like food. In fact, I had such bad allergies yesterday because I ate way too much sugar. I am sure of that. And and it's like, ah, oh, that's a good lesson to me. I'm not allergic to sugar, but um, I just think my body got off kilter a little bit. And it it's like what we put in, it's it's going to affect us. So be careful what we are taking in. Um, and right now I did a, a free happy hour last or a zoom happy hour last night. And one of the comments was, Oh, they got to turn off the news every couple, you know, and just click in a, every couple of days because we have to be careful what our intake is right now. We can get so, you know, affected about what's going on around us, you know, get outside journal, write down those thoughts, find a guide, almost just like a, you know, a path to go on, whether, you know, you're going to listen to a podcast. That's something free you can do right at first before you make decisions. And, you know, I'm not going to sell you a course right off. I just, I want you to be able to get to the point of saying, yes, this, I'm going to commit to doing this. And, And so that, those thoughts, I journal, I say, you know, do a couple lines a day. And uh, make a 90 minute, 90 day challenge. So if you're going to do this, just say, you know, I'm going to start journaling, just write a couple lines every day. You will be amazed at how that will help you lift your mindset and, and moving forward and just with action points. So, you know, there's no one thing there's, you know, usually a couple things that you can do, but if you start journaling and then looking for a guide that you can trust Usually you trust builds by listening to stuff they have out there. That's why I started the podcast. I've had a newsletter going for over 20 years. It comes out every single week. And so those sort of things build trust. And and with the articles or whatever, whether or not you read them, you know, oh, okay, that's that's interesting to me. This and and a lot of times there's principles that will really help you. And then and then go from there. That's the those are the next, at least to start. You've got to start. You got to get off the starting block. Got, got it. I took some notes in the show notes. So mm. absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, mm. And Deborah, I just wanted to thank you again for agreeing to appear on the show. The content was great, super helpful. And um, where can people find you? Like, um, I mean, obviously we'll have links in the show notes, but if they want to engage with you, how do they find you? Well, um, they can go to my, uh, I've got five websites. I'm only going to give you two. <laughs> really, I'm only going to give you one because one will go everywhere. Uh, MyGoalsForYourLife.com, and it's all connected, GoalsForYourLife.com. And, uh, but you can find my podcast there. Uh, usually I can set up um, a 15-minute free call. Just email me at any time, Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at goalsforyourlife.com and, uh, you know, that you listen to the podcast and you'd love to set up a 15 minute call. I'd be glad to do that. Um, or, you know, there, I've got a link there to my weekly e-articles, my newsletter. I've got a link to podcasts. They come out every single week and articles that go there and social media. I've got a lot of those links right on that website. I also have djworksmusic.com. You can see more of the music, which is really fun, by the way. 
Uh, if you are interested in that, I've got a lot of fun, fun videos. And yeah, uh, don't be overwhelmed. There's a lot of stuff there, but that's usually um, where you can um, where you can reach me. But put into the subject line that you heard me here. I get a lot of emails. And but I um, and if you don't hear from me the first time, try again. So because I get a lot of others as well, of course. Um, yeah. But I'd, I'd love to um, any of your listeners who would love to have a conversation. I, I'm glad to do that. Awesome. Deborah, thanks again so much for, for appearing on the show. And thanks so much for the all of the insight that you gave our audience. And um, I just wanted to wrap up and mm-hmm. thank you for your um, for your wonderful golden nuggets. And that's a wrap for today. Great. Thank you so much, Tatiana. I just appreciate you asking. And I love your name, by the way. Uh, one of the musicals that I wrote has a Tatiana in it. And it's just always I think of that beautiful name. So thank you again for asking. Sure. Thank you.